Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at getdeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Case, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Welcome to the show. It's go time with Jay and James. Welcome everybody again. How is everybody's Halloween, James? Uh, I mean, it's good. I mean, this is a this is a, a special Tuesday edition of It's Go Time. Um, I mean, you didn't ask me what time it was. I know. See, we're all a little. The time change oh, God. fucks with everybody. It, yesterday was the longest day on record. See, I think we on only noticed. We only noticed that because we have like young children at home. I think because uh, Jack and I were thinking, "Oh, it's fall. It's great. Remember the times when you got to wake up in the morning, and be like, oh my goodness, I have a lot of the day ahead of me, and I'm not so tired at five thirty in the morning or whatever time, godly time that is." But with two young kids at home, <laughs> two, Jackie, I have three, three young kids. So and, and Jackie was kind of saying was like, oh, these these days don't matter anymore. And now uh, I texted you yesterday and I was just like, dude, I'm a walking zombie today. I, I don't even know what's going on. We were eating at like five o'clock in a day. We were just trying to stay on schedule as best we could as being parents and just being like, this is this is difficult. This is a very long day. Every time we kept looking at the clock going, oh, my God, it's only 830. Oh, my God, it's oh, only yeah. 1030. No. that's what it was. That's what it was to like me. Jen looks like, Oh my God, it's only three o'clock. Like, Oh my God, it's only five o'clock. Like, and we were like busy. Like 
you know, we clean the, we, everybody cleaned the rooms and we cleaned the apartment and did laundry and did dishes. And I went grocery shopping and the Patriots game was on and Harrison couldn't take a nap. So I went on like an hour and a half car ride with him just to make him fall asleep. And I did a couple errands doing that as well. And it's like, oh my God, it's only like one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, what is going on? Oh my God. We had a pretty duplicate or a very similar day up super early the morning just dragged on, and Jackie was the first one to speak up. I think we're going to be doing uh, car bedtimes, you know, nap times today. Uh, so we had to go run an errand. Jackie went to the store. I cleaned the whole kitchen and family room, vacuumed. We It was kind of like a, I guess, fall cleaning, if you will. I guess it only makes sense. Like, you really do a crazy amount of cleaning on the, on the daylight saving days, I guess. I don't know. You're always kind of doing something, but... Uh, and yeah, it, you know, it, we, we took down the Halloween decorations. I went to the storage unit, dropped that stuff off. You know, it was just like, okay, it's a maintenance day. But then I yeah. looked at Jen too, and I looked at her because our two year anniversary is today. To me, ooh. Did, ooh, yeah, right. Ooh. Look at that. It's a big day. Yeah, two years. Congratulations. Look at that. Thank you. Thank you. But Happy like we were talking about it because, <laughs> thank you. So our wedding was on daylight savings time. Our wedding was Saturday night, and daylight savings time happened the next day. So, so we woke up. So that was the big joke. We can party all night because we get an extra hour of sleep. And I remember waking up, you know, Sunday morning at like three o'clock. We both woke up like, hey, what's going on? Like, it's time to do whatever. And it was super dry in the hotel room. We were still super like awake, but tired. But then I looked at her being like, did that Saturday Sunday feel this slow? Between us leaving the hotel, dropping Logan off, getting to the car, making sure we had everything for the honeymoon, going to the airport, flying to Disney, getting to Di- like it was like one of those like, did it feel that long too? like, did it feel as long as today did? And she goes, no, we were excited to do stuff like today. We yeah. were, we've, we're excited for nothing. <laughs> oh, right. I mean, in, in the special era of COVID, you really can't do much of anything. There was no benefit of having a longer day. Other, We just stayed home and it was a crappy day. It rained. Uh, it was cold, windy, what have you. So pretty much we stayed indoors. Like I said, a bunch of cleaning got done. Errands got done, stuff like that. But uh, now let's go back to your wedding for a second. Two years ago. <laughs> now that now that we this is our topic, I guess, today. Uh, oh, we're going to talk so, about my, two, my, my, re- no, 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 my uh, wedding or, or compare well, and contrast weddings. I, no, no, no. We don't have to do that. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, once you brought it up, I, I still remember your uh, the uh, mashed potato bar. <laughs> and uh, everybody remembers that. And I can't take credit for that. That was actually at my friend Ryan and Giselle's wedding. And I thought that was the coolest thing. And it was like an option. We sat down to do our packages. I was like, I wonder if they have a mashed potato bar. And she's like, oh, yeah, we can do a mashed potato bar. And she goes, you want it for dinner? Or do you want it for like happy hour? And we're like, can we do it for happy hour? And she's like, sure. And I was like, oh, then we're doing it for happy hour yeah, because a, like the way they dunk. broke it. What a slam oh, yeah. dunk and, that was. That was and awesome. they broke it down to us being like, do you guys want a buffet or do you guys want plated meals? And then it was like, well, you can do that. Or you can do like a station. Like you can have stations that you can get different food from. So then you have a mashed potato bar, an Asian bar. So they had like all like Asian food or like you had a Mexican or like all this stuff. So it was like a buffet, but it was like a buffet with stations. And I'm like, that's really cool. But then we're like, no, like we'll just do the dinners. We'll do the plated meals and whatever. So, um, but it was like, it was weather like today. I remember the day of the wedding. Um, it fucking poured. It poured until like one o'clock in the afternoon. And I remember that morning getting up, 
Jen couldn't sleep. I couldn't. We slept in separate bedrooms the night before. And I remember the night before I watched The Devil Wears Prada because that was like on HBO. And I just couldn't fall asleep. It was a classic and devil. That's a there classic you go. Movie. Yeah. Anne Hathaway, Glenn Close. I was like, I'll watch this. Like, yeah. I don't really care. I don't think I've I'm ever in. seen it. In I'm its, in. <laughs> yeah. I never, I don't think I ever saw it in its, its an entirety. But I remember, like, not really being super nervous, not really doing anything. But I remember, like, it was between, but I was right next to Jen. Like, she was the room next to us. So, like, it was one of those things, like, we had to, like, coordinate with, like, are you at lunch? Are you at breakfast? Like, what are you doing? Like, to make sure we didn't see each other. Um, to a point, like, the joke was leading up to it, we were going to get, like, the big panda suits. And we just have two people walking around like panda suits. It was going to be me and Jen, so we couldn't like see each other or be pretty clear, obvious, like who was where and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like it was just fun. Like I said, I had a lot of fun at that wedding. I just remember it poured, it poured, leading up to like we were getting ready in my room, and uh, it was fucking pouring out. And the limo showed up right when it was supposed to, and showed up, and he it was pouring out, and so he parked underneath the. A, like pull up on the hotel yep and just standing there so i remember i called my, my stepdad tim over and i was like hey tim you know here's the money for the limo can you go pay him and tell him like he can go chill in the parking lot for a little while like he doesn't need to be like we're not ready for him tell him to be ready in like half an hour 45 minutes oh uh, no no it, 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 the limo the first limo with the guys was supposed to leave at one so he was there at like 12 o'clock and i was like he doesn't need he not, like he doesn't need to stand there waiting for us like go we can go get food or whatever and come back so I remember I fucking poured it, poured it, poured, 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 poured. And I'm sitting there being like, ah, we're not having photos outside. Literally, point, like I look at, we're not having photos outside at all because it was that rainy. Mm-hmm. And again, it's supposed to be good luck. With, it snowed on your wedding day. It rained on mine. So that's good luck across the board, right? Any precipitation. Yeah. And I remember getting to the, the venue. And so it was me and the groomsmen. And like, I'm still writing my vows. I'm still trying to figure out my vows just to make sure they were good. And I'm kind of going overhead and I'm scratching stuff out. And I, I think we drank like four or five bottles of champagne because it just kept bringing it down to us. Nice. And we're like, okay, like that was included in the bar. That was the thing. So I was limited champagne for the whole night. And I was like, okay, like glug, glug, glug. But it was just, it was just funny because then it got like really nice out. Like it was beautiful blue skies, all this stuff. And we were like, okay, that's perfect. Like that's exactly, but like we wanted to go outside to do photos with the groomsmen. So we walked out onto like this tea box. And we're out there taking photos and we're literally feeling our shoes just sink into the freaking fairway because it's the ground is still soaking wet mm-hmm. and we're freaking black tuxedos. Like this isn't probably not the best way to do this, <laughs> but we did like some of the pictures we got were like really good. We really enjoyed it, especially like it was still a little raining out and Joe, our photographer was fucking fantastic. It was, he was the best. Nice. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it's one of those things like everybody said, like you blink and you're going to miss it. Cause it goes by like, there's like a ramp up to it. Like the day starts off early. I think it starts off early for everybody and it just ramps up and our wedding was at three o'clock. So like, it was still like the middle of the afternoon, mm-hmm. but like if like the day felt like it crawled until like 12 o'clock when you blinked, it was like 1230. You blinked again. It's like, we got to go to the limo and then we got to go do this. And it just, it got faster and faster throughout the day it happened. So. Yeah. I think, And also the other thing I remember from your wedding, cause I, I don't remember tremendous amounts i remember jackie driving home <laughs> uh and i also remember requesting a song that got cut off halfway through <laughs> well that was the joke that was the joke we had with our dj we told them because we were open for well we had two things we wanted to do with our dj one we had a list of songs that we figured nobody would ever recommend ever recommend and if you got one of those recommendations you were going to get like a prize or something like that if you Ooh. just guessed one of those songs and the other one was 
And we told our DJ producer, like, you read the room. We're not going to give you a play, do not play list. If you read the room, if somebody comes up and requests a really, really bad song, A, you have to publicly shame them for requesting a really, really bad song. I don't remember and that it, part. <laughs> I didn't get, I don't remember getting publicly shamed other than it just turned off halfway through and, and like celebration came on or something like one of those typical, typical wedding songs or something. But, but, but our DJ, our DJ said you guys were the easiest person to work for because you guys didn't want any of like the garter toss or like the, the, the flower toss. You guys really didn't do like the special dances or like any of that stuff. I was like, like, let's just play music. The one thing that I was not a fan about our DJ was during dinner, we were like, just play 80s music. He comes up halfway during dinner being like, is there any other 80s songs you want to play? I'm like, turn on like serious XM 80. Like, just <laughs> like, how, you know, how old do, like, was he? Gr- how old was he? Was he like, he was, he was older than us. Oh, I mean, maybe yeah. a little bit older than you. Um, I'm saying like, dude, just fucking <laughs> go on Should've Apple had... and download an A. Dude, like, ju- just put on the Madonna for, or Madonna, Prince Huey Lewis, the whole, Prince, the whole album. Michael Jackson. <laughs> you know, like, click. I was sort of being like Bruce Springsteen, like you two, yeah. like, dude, just we're eating dinner. Like it doesn't need to be anything that's like super dancey. Like if you want to play power of love four times in a row, I don't give a crap. Like no one cares. Your background noise. Yeah. Um, but that was always my one thing. I told the Jenkins me and her center being like, how do you not fucking know eighties music? <laughs> yeah. Like turn on the radio. <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> now, other I, than that, like, you know, they did the uplighting, which was fantastic. The photo booth was fantastic. Yeah. So like, you know, we, we always felt like, you know, the wedding was in our head very different to begin with. It was very much we wanted to do like a Tim Burton themed wedding initially. So when, you know, because when, when, our wedding was the third, it was like well, a couple, four days after Halloween, we figured let's, <coughs> let's keep the theme going. Well, you, you could probably get away with a little bit more Halloween stuff as you're right there. And then, you know, you start doing, you dive into like Tim Burton and Tim Burton themed weddings because we liked like the Beetlejuice, the Beetlejuice entrance song was pretty early on. Like that was pretty quick to be like, that's what we want to come out to. And then like her entrance song is uh, called Ice Dance and that's from Edward Scissorhands. So like there's a lot of Tim Burton music in there, Danny Elfman. And we're like, okay, well, let's do it. Man, when I tell you all there is was just fucking Nightmare Before Christmas shit, I'm like, no, like we got to go somewhere else. <laughs> and it actually was a phone call to the, we were on our way to the gym. And we were talking about like, well, I said, babe, I don't think, I don't think the theme's going to work. I don't, like, even to the point where like our, our save the dates were with the DeLorean, Back to the Future. And then we're going to do this Tim Burton theme. Like it doesn't fit. Like it doesn't, like you're kind of shoehorning this theme or this idea of the wedding into something that's like, we're already past that. Yeah. And that's where, that's where the pop culture came into to a point where we almost had the DeLorean back at the wedding, but the guy wanted like a thousand dollars for it. Oh, geez. And I was like, no, we're all set. Like, you know, you're, you're an hour away and you're going to charge me a thousand dollars. And he goes, well, we bring a whole setup. I'm like, dude, I just need the car. Like, that's all I want is the car. Yeah. Like roll it off the back of the truck and just leave it there. Like you don't need to do anything else with it. Yeah, because people um, would guy, take pictures next to it, and it'd be a whole exactly. Thing. But but it, it helped because it poured, and like it wouldn't wouldn't work because yeah. it rained. But no, it was funny. Like I remember just planning the wedding. I don't know if you had that too. Is all the planning leading up to the wedding? It was just felt like how many more stuff we have to do. Yeah, it got to a point. <clears throat> well, like you said, it, it, there's a lot of re- more regrets than uh, of the wedding in a, in an aspect of we. Talked about a videographer, which 
now we recommend that to anybody because oh yeah we my, my one of those did the video we should have done it because again like you said and the the point is you i barely remember anything and it's not because i was three sheets to the wind or anything like that i just like you said it was so much preparation planning and as you're going through it it's like the vision is kind of like kind of there and not there. So you're just kind of, you you get, you get very much tunnel vision because you know, for a while there was during the part of the wedding, you have a little bit of an agenda. You kind of got to see everybody. You kind of got to do the, the normal things, but even the day of the wedding, you're still like, okay, do I have the tips for, do you have the rings? Do I have the tips? Do I have, you know, is everybody getting where they need to be? Okay. Like that in the back of your head is like, Okay, because even the morning of the wedding, I'm driving to the 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 not the unit, the country club with my friend Ryan, so so we can drop off his car, so they have a car to get back because everybody went to the we have a limo for everybody to get to the country club. We didn't have anything for everybody to get back who went in the limos because me and Jen had a private car. Like that was the joke, being like, how are they going to get back? Well, and also the interesting part of this wedding, uh, Camille was born about 10 days later, you know, so we, Jackie was pretty much ready to, ready to give birth, I guess, or so to speak, ready. We were getting very close. So that's why, and Andreas was already at home. Any other circumstance, we are staying the night. We don't have to rush back home, but obviously because of that, we, we decided to go home and this, that, and the other thing. So it was one of those weddings as when you get older and get more adulting and you're having kids around, it's not the same thing. Whereas like, I don't know, six years prior to that, when it was like full on wedding season with all my friends. Right. Uh, it was just like, man, you just go, you have a good time. You stay at the hotel, you see them the next day. That was a, you know, a a wish that we had to stay, but we couldn't. But, uh, and that's why, like you said, if I go back to my weddings, wow, it's in December, it's going to be eight years ago. Um, yeah, it's just, it's not that like eight years has gone by and I forgot. It's just, no, even in that moment, you could ask me the next day. I'm like, I don't remember a lot other than it was nice. A lot of people were there. I had a, had a great time. The one thing I, like I said, the videography thing, it, and it was solely for the purpose of my brother was my best man and he had a phenomenal speech. And I, I hope that he has it written down or something. Cause I, in the moment you're listening, but you're just kind of like, oh my God, like so many other things are going through your head and all that stuff. You're too much glitz and glam to focus on what he was saying. And now I regret that. Cause it's like, I wanted to be in that moment. I was in the moment, but I don't remember the moment. So, well that, that too, like I said, my buddy, Chris put together, he recorded the wedding for us. That was our gift. And he kind of edited it together to like make a nice little video. Um, but the problem is he didn't have any like microphones or anything like that. So like everything. So he didn't pick up on our vows. He didn't pick up any of the speeches, but at least he has photos and videos of like the, this atmosphere. Everyone having a good time. And yeah. And, and that, that was nice. But at the same time, it was very much the same reason was um, um, the same reason was, you know, I wish I remember what my, my buddy Bobby had to say and our friend Brittany had to say, because I remember both yeah. toasts were really funny. The most important they things, cute. I think. They rarely are. And it's, like, it's how you, how people view you and your spouse to be. So, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, it was definitely, you know, going looking back on the planning. And, like, we, we, we planned a wedding in a year. So when we got engaged, I proposed to her 
in like September at middle of September at end of end of September and October. We didn't tell anybody until December 1st. Um, that was just a conscious decision of ours to be like, Hey, we're going to keep the engagement low key. I think we told my dad and my mom initially, but we weren't going to make it like Facebook official until we had like a wedding date. Cause we wanted to be like, Hey, this is the, we're engaged. This is the wedding information. We didn't want, we didn't want a, a prolonged engagement. Um, but I remember to a point where it was going to be like, you know, we were talking about doing it. So we went with the place we liked. The country club was like, you can either do it July 21st. And that was like eight months. Or you could do it in November 3rd. <laughs> so I was like, those are the only two weekends mm. she had available left. And so I remember we we're like, ah, you know, July's going to be really close. We're going to be cutting it close. You know, no, let's do November. Let's just be safe. Hindsight being what it was, we probably could have got everything done on the 21st of July. Mm hmm. Just to the point where, um, you know, we, all our 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 videographer was booked, our, our photographer was booked super early, our DJ was booked super early, everybody was booked by every had we had all our vendors booked by like January first. You know, probably we probably wouldn't have found those for that July weekend if that was the case, but like. You know, in 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 and then it was like, okay, well, what if we do in September? Like September's nice, you know, and there was actually talk about actually having the wedding on Jen's birthday. And I joked around me like, I, then I can't forget either the birthday <laughs> or the anniversary. I was golden. Nice. Uh, and then that was talk about like, well, let's do it at the beach. Let's go down Rhode Island and do it at my, where I, where I go, where I vacation. Cause I have a bunch of people do it on the beach. And then we can go to like a couple, couple country clubs around there. Um, you go to the week of Pog Inn where Bill Belichick's daughter was married. You know, we had options mm -hmm. um, and it just none of it really worked out. And then, like I said, we're happy where we landed at the end of the day. That's what we cared about is, we, we you know, the closer it got to the wedding, it didn't after like the RSVPs window was closed and we got all the responses and we make those follow up phone calls. being like, hey, are you coming or no? So I can get a final head count. After that, you're just like your hands are your hands are just off the wheel. And you just got the ship driving yeah. itself. Yeah, so. no, so, uh, <clears throat> yeah, kind of the same thing. Like, uh, I think we got engaged in the October and then we got married in the following December. So, uh, yeah, I think we had like a year to prep as well. And it was funny that uh, we were started prepping. Everything kind of took place down in Connecticut and we were living in Longmeadow at the time, which was kind of interesting because that's kind of where we met and or that's where I lived at the time. And for whatever reason, we chose the whole venue and location was Connecticut. I mean, I had all my family coming up from Long Island, New York, New Jersey, what? So they're all coming from this, you know, northeast, south, I guess. And then everyone else is coming like mass. So I was like, ah, Connecticut seems to be the, the middle ground, I guess. So and that was with us. Like, us was like right on the edge of eighty four. That takes place. With everybody coming from the city in New Jersey and stuff like that. And then you know, it's at eighty four on the Pike. So anybody coming from Albany, you're there. Anybody coming from Boston, you're there. Like it wasn't too hard yeah. to find out. And same thing. I was living in Leicester, and it just happened. That's where we ended up getting married. Like it was just one of those. Were you out? Were you out in New York at that time when you actually did get? Yeah, married? we. Yeah. I, okay. So we, yeah, same thing. It's so funny. So how that we moved. We moved. I moved to moved in with Jen in April of 2018, and so at that point in time, every time we had to go do something, it was like a drive to go yeah. to there, and I was like, okay, this is actually happening. So, <laughs> but uh. 
but you know the cake was fantastic and every like i said it was just one of those things looking back on it yeah we have regrets like i think everybody does i wish this was a little better i wish that was a little better but it was still fun we had a blast our friends we people keep telling us how much fun it was oh yeah and you know and at the end of the day that's what it is it's just a big party part of the cost it's a lot of money um yeah, and, and like I said, Jackie, Jackie, it was always me as being the advocate for it. You know, like Jackie will attest that she was kind of like, I don't care what we do. Uh, yet she was the forefront of the planning committee in our household. Uh, I was just, <laughs> I was just there to just kind of, um, I guess, run the numbers, yes, <laughs> run, run the numbers. So, so have you, and also just kind of, yeah, whatever you want. This sounds great. You know, like it was like, I, or I'm, like all, that, I'm all that's for stupid. it, but. But there was a lot of opportunities where, no, no, I want to do this. And so I had to kind of there were some things that I wanted to do, too. And it's like, you know, got got married a little bit later in in, in age, I guess, so to speak. So I've been to a lot of weddings. So you really get to kind of pick and choose as you go. Like, oh, this was a good element. This was a good element. Just like you said, the the mashed potato bar you, you stole from somebody else, which is super, fa- which they probably found somewhere else or whatever. It's not you know, it is what it is. But uh it's yeah, just, I can't argue that that, that Ryan and Joe wedding. They had Santa at the wedding too, which was like awesome because they got married in December as well. And it was just one of those cool like I never would have thought to do that in a December like wedding like that. And then like their they didn't have a book; they had ornaments as their you know guest book. So they had a box of like ornaments that you just like signed and you hung on the tree and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. See, I can't. I think that was like one of our themes we tried to stay away from. I'm I'm pretty sure there's probably like trees in the spot. Maybe not. Maybe there was garland and like ribbon, you know, because they had a lot of. It was a venue that had a lot of Christmas parties. But I think we tried to stay away from that theme. I don't think there was any Christmas music. I don't. I I, I see. These I don't snow. I remember it snowed that night. Yeah, I think we we just wanted a winter wedding. We didn't want it themed around. Oh, it's Christmas or whatever. I mean, geez, the twenty second. You know, it was pretty much right around the corner. I think that was the only thing that we tried not to do. Or maybe we just. And maybe we didn't try, but it just didn't happen, which was fine. I don't obviously, you know, you would have liked to have some maybe Christmas music. Maybe that was ambiance. I have no idea. <laughs> These are the particulars that I, I definitely just don't remember. But on that note, anyway, let's move on to another area of this conversation. But again, happy anniversary. Make sure you tell Jen. I got a gift. I have to finish putting it together. Nice. Well, we just spent about 15, 20 minutes on that. So there you go. Happy, happy anniversary, James and Jen. So, uh, with that, any other like updates like other than I know Sunday was kind of that that day that lasted forever. But uh, how was your Halloween overall? I mean, we just had a whole spooky tober and you know the whole lead up and and then uh, how how did it all end for you? Uh, I was good. Um, like snow on Friday definitely did, did not oh, make you feel like it was awful. Halloween. Kid, kids just loved it. Back those... Yeah, the kids loved it. Oh yeah, it. of course. Uh, it does. It brings you more back of this snowmageddon from 20, 2011. Oh Jesus! Yeah, what a terrible time that was. Uh, I mean, it was good. Um, you know, we went and visited my dad, uh, in for a photo with Harrison dressed up as Buzz Lightyear and nice, Wes dressed up as yeah. um, uh, a skeleton zombie or zombie skeleton. I forget what he kept calling it. Uh, and then like our our neighborhood, our t- our town did do trick or treating. Oh, great. Um, it was it actually was like super nice and it was super like low key, which is I, I was hoping it was going to be not a lot. Of, we went early. We went like 530. So, you know, it was very much, you know, we walked, you know, we walked around. It was it was cold. It was just cold. 
But Harrison yeah. was a trooper. He really didn't cry, but he like kept the blanket on him. He enjoyed himself. We had Logan and Wes go trick or treating. And it was like like a lot of places had like open like bonfires or like fire pits outside with a bunch of people and the kids were playing, like doing like Halloween games. And they just had like bowls at the end of their driveway for kids just to grab a piece or whatever. Sweet. Or they had like the Ziploc bags already pre-made. So you just grab a bag um, and a couple candy shoots. I think we did like a dozen houses. Um, but it was one of those things that was weird. It was just like, you don't know who's doing it. You don't, cause the, 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 I felt like the, um, porch light rule was like a week this year. Mm-hmm. Like you literally looked for like a, you know, the, the, the bowls was the big thing we were looking for right off the bat. Yeah. Um, but then it was kind of like some people were like, you know, had the light on. So like, you know, you could still go up. So it was just one of those weird things. We kind of, you know, after, like I said, about 30 minutes or so, Harris West was like, I'm cold. And we're like, okay, we'll do one more house because it was on our way back to the car. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we came home, we had pizza and, you know, oh, we watched some Halloween movies and all that stuff. And, you know, we watched Halloween with Logan and stuff. So it was just a nice awesome. way to end kind of the, uh, the, the month. So nice. Yeah. Ours, <clears throat> uh, ours was pretty uneventful. Uh, the kids were robots, and uh, Andreas really liked his. He got into his, no problem. But Camille just was uh, just not having it. I don't. She didn't get in it once. Like she just was like, nope, not oh, happening. Really? Oh yeah, she just is like super stubborn. Yep. Uh, Emma, Pepe, and uh, Grandma came over and and uh, gave them like little baskets or whatever. So they did stop by at some point, and so did Jackie's dad at some point. Uh, so they brought get you know all that stuff right so they they got a plenty of like treats and stuff and then uh we just went over to jackie's friend's house and we ordered some takeout and had some uh a a mexican fiesta and a glow stick dance party with halloween music for the kids so they love the glow sticks camille was a riot uh so um just that was kind of it and then uh got home kind of on the earlier side and and which was nice got the kids to bed and and then uh then the day that never ended <laughs> it was was Sunday. And uh, but like I said, it, you know, there was definitely some cleaning. Got to watch uh, very minimal football, but uh, I did get to see the Patriots. And I don't even know where to start there, but uh, it was a good game. Like, you know, <laughs> which is which is uh, don't get to say that often where it's like, oh, it's Buffalo. No, no, no problem. Right. Not, not a big deal, but this one was like, oh my gosh, they're like leading the division. Like this would be a great win, uh, coming down to the wire and, and, uh, Cam Newton, I don't want to jump off his bandwagon yet, but, uh, oh, man, what, what a rough way to end that game. And just, I just like, I just felt so bad for Cam. I was just like, I mean, I like the Patriots, but I'm just like, oh, Cam, what are you doing, man? Like, like you're going to lose your job, man. Like, I think I, I, I think it's very much <laughs> speechless. <laughs> I I watched that game. I don't get a ton of Patriots games, so I only get a kind of game where they're nationally televised or if they're playing a, a, a New York team, <laughs> yeah. Buffalo or the Jets. Yeah. So I'm watching the game. I'm just I'm so I'm so like pissed at the game. I'm watching this game being like. So you you have third and one and you're in the red zone. You're driving to the red zone. It's third and one. You're gonna kick a freaking field goal? Are you? Are you? Go for it. Yeah. Th- then if you don't get it, then kick the field goal. Right. Like you just gave up, and then the whole onside kick after you tied the game. 
<laughs> like I was in there, like, what is going on? What is happening? And then like, just no confidence. There's just no confidence in this team, even by the coaching no... staff. There's just like I, you know, like it, it, you know, and I'm sure you. I I don't listen to local radio at all, so I really don't hear the in Bill we trust bullshit anymore. But it's kind of like, yeah, but <laughs> you know, like. What's happening right now? Again, I know a lot of players didn't decide to come back. Defense is kind of coaches, you know, defense is kind of taking a step back. Lost a couple players to free agency and what have you and, and opting out. But also Skarnecki is gone. He finally retired again. I mean, but like, but, but the like receivers, Edelman is just like a, a sh- I don't even know anymore. Like he, you could tell he's like, oh, this guy shouldn't be in, even in the NFL anymore. <laughs> you know, like, and then who, who's after that? Nikhil Harry is just like, that's our star receiver. Ouch. And James white fall off a cliff. Like, you know, like where, where, where'd he go? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's very much like, um, I just, I just don't, I don't get it. Um, so it's very hard for me to be like, what's happening? Um, it's a, it's a soft, it's a soft rebuild that nobody wants to fucking talk about, but this is literally it. I think what we were trying to do was get cam to play, maybe sign, extend and trade who knows for more picks, which we suck at anyway. So I'm not really sure what this whole thing was to rejuvenate his career. Right now we're starting to see like he had some some games that were just like, whoa, this is going to be fun. And then he comes down to earth. It's starting to get cold in the Northeast. I don't know if that's affecting him or what have you. But now it's just like, all right, at what point is Stidham going to come in here? And then we're just going to punt on this season. You know, when's when's that going to happen? I'm I'm just waiting for it. It also it also comes to the fact that you've had four to five bad drafts like Bill, the GM sucks. Even like, and he he sucks. He's a terrible. Now he's terrible evaluating talent. Like, and, and, and again, you, you, we get, we can always be the Monday the Monday morning quarterback a hundred percent. But look at all the wide receivers that were taken after Nikhil Harry. Look at all the available players that you could have taken in front of Shoney Michelle or Isaiah Wynn or. You know, even the JoJo on Williams pick doesn't look like it's panning out that well. Great. But like you literally had three or four bad drafts, not including. And again, I'll, I will I'll credit the, the source to Felgram as they have lost an entire draft due to penalties by the NFL. Mm-hmm. OK. You traded second round pick from Mohamed Sanu. Guy's not even in. The OK, league. not even not, not even not even the league. OK, so that's a second round pick. You lost your third round pick for next year because of cheating with Cincinnati. So now you have a first, a second. You're most likely going to get a compensated third pick for Brady. You know, <laughs> what are you going to do with that? You're going to buy fucking some linebacker who can't cover? You know, are you going to, are you going to trade it to get eight more fourth round and sixth round draft picks? All right. Like you got, and maybe this is what is starting to come come around is Bill just got really fucking lucky with Brady. Like, yeah. and that's what you're looking at. And it just feels like you can't. And and I really think he was very cavalier. And I think he's been very, really cavalier about the quarterback position. 
you had probably one of the deepest free agent groups of quarterbacks on the market or who was on the trading block this offseason, and you were just going to be like, we're going to see what's available. Yeah. Like, were you that freaking petty, Bill, that you couldn't talk, call Brady and be like, hey, you know what? I've been kind of a dick lately. You know, I want to win this. I want to keep winning. I want to finish this out with you. I need you to be my quarterback. Can you please come back? Now, Is it very hard for him to, like, kiss kiss Brady's rings for once and be like, because realistically, that's what Brady said, is they never contacted him to talk to about him coming back. Mm-hmm. So are you telling me, again, who do you believe it's the Brady spin versus Belichick spin? So you're telling me, according to Brady and to a point, is that if Brady, Belichick was like, hey, you know, Tom, you know, I, I want a little bit more of your input in the offense, you know, you know, I can't do this without you, or we have a better shot of winning with you there, and, and Brady would still be here? Mm-hmm. Okay, but then don't give him fucking John Johnny Appleseed as your fucking wide receiver. Like it just blows my mind. Like, yeah. So you're looking at a team that's had two decades of success, tons of division champs, AFC champs, Super Bowl champs. What tons tons of great accolades, right? And maybe the Crafts and Jonathan are all looking at it and saying, you know, Bill, you're on the back now in your career. Why don't we just take some money back, start, you know, trying to build on that investment? COVID's going to affect us financially. So let's just get Cam for a million bucks, save some money there. Don't have to sign Tom for 20 plus million or whatever the hell it was. And don't sign anybody. Get rid of all these draft picks. Start getting guys that you don't even have to fucking pay. And then they're just kind of saying, we're just going to collect our investments and make sure that the product is still good because we're a championship team and we have a shitty, we have a shitty conference. So we, we still might make some ground with a shitty team and Bill's then going to retire. And then the profit margin will go up because he's not paying anybody. And well, I mean, COVID's a little different of a beast that you're dealing with with losing revenue and income, but who's to say that's not happening where their crafts are just like, man, we've, we've seen the top of the mountain. We've been there. And they're just not saying it to the fans. They fucking can't. But I'm seeing it as a, a business move. It's just like, yeah, let's so, just. So you're telling our, me, John let's Henry? Just, let's just pay our team fucking nothing, collect all that revenue and income for ourselves, so that uh, we can we can ride off into the sunset. Well, I mean, possibly, but again, Bill's always been cheap with the salary cap anyway. Like he, but he's also been a good purveyor of talent, being like he'll get rid of you a year before you fail. You saw that with Richard Seymour. You saw that with Lawyer Malloy. You saw that with like Willie McGinnis. He will trade your ass or get rid of you the year before you're you kind of lose your legs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I and I've said it before. Was was the separation of Brady and Belichick an eventual? Yes, it should have happened. It needed to happen. I think you had a grumpy old man with a grumpy old man. Like you, they just weren't going to work anymore. Um. All, like, and I know a lot of people are saying like Belichick's only going to coach until he gets Shula's record. You're not going to get anywhere near fucking close to Shula's record. You <laughs> fucking keep team, putting garbage keep out. Rolling out. <laughs> yeah. Like you, 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 you put the franchise tag on two, uh, on, uh, Tooney. Why? Like what, what, why'd you do that? Like, so you, you automatically committed $14.2 million to one player. Mm-hmm. You're not going to franchise him again next year. You're not. You didn't extend him. 
why'd you do it? Yeah, unfortunately, like you mentioned the draft picks, and in my mind, I saw Isaiah win live, like on the field, so I actually got to see him block. Uh, This was probably two years ago when he was a rookie or he got hurt early in the preseason. The problem is he's got an injury bug. But when he's doing his job and he's healthy, that guy can fucking dominate, man. And I watched it like live. That guy was holding blocks, double blocks. They were hitting the gap. That guy was just one hand pushing that guy out of the way. Every time you ran left, whatever running back it was, was gaining 10 yards every time. And I'm sitting there like, whoa, win. What? This is great. At a time where I'm like two, you know, two years ago, I was, you know, Brady was still there. Team was still super healthy. I'm like, this is, this is a fucking good guy. Well, the problem was he just kept getting hurt. You know, he's just. You know, that, that's unfortunate for that. I think it was still a good pick, but the guy gets hurt. Can't stay in the field. But, when, you know, now he's just like softened up because he's been hurt all the time. But, well, man, when he was that first rookie season, those three games or whatever, the guy dominated. Now, I, I guess that's what they saw, and that's why they picked him where, where they were. But uh, everything after that, yeah, I, the names go, go down a list, and they're kind of all in different places now and having somewhat careers or whatever. But, uh, yeah, he, 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 he brings a very pain to your heart when you start thinking about those guys that you missed on, right? The guys that we weren't ready to draft because our positions were held up. Like, I still believe that Lamar didn't get drafted in that Sony Michelle spot because of having Tom Brady. They didn't. They don't want to look that far into the future. They just were playing. For that was now. one year. They knew. They knew. The year, like I said, if you if you believe the the dynasty, the book dynasty, October of twenty, the year the year they lost to Philly in the Super Bowl. That year, they traded Garoppolo in October. After he lost the freaking Super Bowl, he went in the office saying, "I don't want to be here anymore." Hmm. And Kraft's like, "No, we're not letting you go." So you literally bitch and moan to Robert Kraft to let go of Garoppolo, the guy that Belichick wanted and groomed to be Brady's successor. You're pissed that he was gaining traction with the coach and was sometimes outplaying you in practice, Mm -hmm. according to reports. And so you put up a little stink and go to the owner being like, I don't want someone like pushing me to be better because I've only won two additional Super Bowls because of that. Yeah. Like... Do you think so? All right, let's do revisionist history for a second. If we're going down the path, you keep Garoppolo. Okay, we're paying him at that point. You think he's going to be? He's better off right now here. I mean, I'm seeing what he's doing in San Francisco. Not I like will and, and put me on record for this. I will. I will sacrifice that banner for Super Bowl Fifty Three for the opportunity to win two or three more in ten years. And do you think Garoppolo would have been the guy? Can't be any worse than Stidham. Can't be any worse than Cam. Well, I guess so. Maybe if they continue the path that they're going right now, well, you would you say they don't have a first round pick this year? No, they they do. They do. They don't have All a third right. round pick. They just they don't have a second or a third. You said second or a third. No, they, they don't have a third this year. Second one was Sanu, right? Or was that last? Draft? That was this is this is past year. Okay. So this draft coming up, they don't have a third. All right, so they got one and two. All right, so 
I'm sure it's going to be probably another QB, especially with the way things are shaking out now. Maybe there's, maybe there's a better selection. Who knows? Like, I don't know. And the way they end this team, you know, they could have a top, I'm going to say, like 15 pick right now, you know, like if the way the season's going. Well, they could have a top 10 right now. Top 10. Right. And you're telling me that four quarterbacks on the board will definitely be on the board. So it's like, I don't know, but are, are, is it? I never trust that Bill's going to draft a quarterback that high and he's going to be worth it. Realistically, like I said, I I already know he's not going to draft anybody in the first round. Like I was, I always expect him to like, I don't watch the first day of the draft because it's like, Oh, the Patriots, the Patriots, you know, um, drafted, traded out of the first round just because that's what they do. Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's I just, it's just, it's just frustrating. And I've been joking. Like this is how the rest of the league feels. And I understand and, you know, it might be a blip on the radar this year. You know, that's what I think it is more than often. I don't think this is how it's going to be moving forward. Um, I hope not. I, you know, I, I don't see them not being competitive. It just doesn't seem like they're competitive. Um, no, so. I, I, actually, I'm more offended by anything. I'm like, th- like you just you mentioned it earlier. Like, this is the fucking team you're rolling out. This is what this is the product you're putting out on the field. The Patriots like. This, so that's why I'm more of like on the side of like, all right, I'll, I'll watch a couple series and judge it as I will and say, good thing I have more important things to do with my fucking life because I have kids and a family and it's Sunday and I, I'm i finding a lot more things to do. Uh, so, uh, which in the past I was always glued to the screen because they were putting out a product. They were going after it. So this is definitely new, like you said. And, you know, it's, it, 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 and uh, like you said, I mean, two decades worth of so much success that you're just kind of like, I'm okay with it in a sense that like, all right, I don't have to fucking watch it either. You know, I'll, I'll go take my talents elsewhere, <laughs> you know, and just yeah. focus on no, my kids. I mean, like now said, it's literally background noise and I'm like, I'm okay with it. You know, whereas and like, I joked around with, I joked around with Jen the other day being like, you know, realistically, if this is, if this is how Boston sports is going to be for the next 20 years, you know, God forbid, other than the Red Sox or the Bruins, or the Patriots are going to do much noise in the at least five years. Weirder things have happened, but I'm okay with that mm-hmm. because that means I'm not zoned into it. I mean, even this NFL, like, yeah, the Patriots have been out a couple times, but like, oh, they're playing the Jets on Monday night. Ooh, I'm not going to stay up to watch that freaking game. It, the good news is at least kids will be in bed, so I might I might be able to focus another a full quarter out of it. And my dad's a Jets fan, so it's going to be fun because his team sucks and you know the patriots are it's gonna be a a a crappy game for all intents purposes but uh i still get to uh razz my dad if (laughs) the jets lose but god forbid if the jets win he's coming after me (laughs) he's got so many years pent up so all right yeah so with that you know so that's kind of where we stand. You know, Spooky Tober is behind us. We're moving hard and fast into the holidays. Um, but with that, today is all other than my wedding anniversary. Today is election day. So we are very an anti-political podcast. We don't really go into politics that much. But Jay has one. We both have one thing we want to say regarding that. And what is that, Jay? Just go out and vote. Do, do your part. Vote. Yep, that's it. Plain just go simple. vote. I don't care who you're voting for. Just vote. You know, it's one of the it's one of the best things that you can do in the country. Democracy is vote. It's, you know, have your voice heard. Uh, and if you don't vote, you can't bitch. So that's always yeah. been my motto. If you vote and your guy loses, bitch all you want. 
same thing. But if you don't vote because you don't want to vote, you have you can't bitch because you had an opportunity to change whatever's going on. So uh, with that, it is election night. So be safe, be smart, go vote. If you don't know where to vote, reach out to your um, town uh, town clerk. They'll tell you where to vote. I'm hoping if people are listening to this, they have already voted or in the yeah. process of voting. So. Yeah, just go go on the old Google machine and 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 type it in, and I'm sure someone will help. Someone in your town will help you uh, on how to do that and where to go. Uh, also, also, yeah, I'm sure you're about to get into the discount code for Deadly Grounds Coffee, James. Yes. So with that, take it away, Jay. <laughs> Here I am. So please visit Deadly Grounds. What is it? GetDeadly.com to get a promo code. What is it? What's the code there, James? It's can't hear you, James. Big ten. Big ten. Check it out. What we'll try to do today, hopefully, one last dash on the Facebook or Instagram page. We'll try to put some uh, communication out there today for you to get on. So follow our page, like whatever. Definitely get on there and take a go to getdeadly.com. Try some of their great flavors. I know I am, James. Yeah, it looks like James has got some activity in the background, so uh, it's 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 on me. So let's let's wrap it up. Call it a day. James is just nodding his head in the Zoom. Hey, James, how are you? Yes, you can't talk. You're I'm all by myself here. Anyway, peace out. Have a good day.